Well, all right. I'm going to pass over the mic to my co-host who's in the building, starting with my guy, Good Vibes. Zay, you know I always got to ask you this. Is it a good vibe today? Oh, yeah. It's absolutely a great vibe. Um, The sports are in high gear. Um, We're ramping up into the conference finals very shortly. Um, Just want to shout out the WNBA, May 19th. Their first official Mm. season begins. The first game of their regular season begins. So shout out to WNBA. I feel like it's going to be an electric season. Um, it's going to be very uh, a powerhouse matchup between the uh, Las Vegas Aces and the New York Liberty, two teams that have the most talent out of every other team in the WNBA. going to be an exciting one. But it's an exciting time for sports. Not only is the NFL schedule dropping, we got some huge haymaker games tonight. We have a lot of games this weekend. I'm pumped. I'm excited. Uh, man, I'm just so happy for the NFL. Somehow, someway, they found a way to continue to stay relevant throughout the entire off season nothing but drama lights action and now the nfl schedule dropping today it's only creating more excitement for this season to come and it just seemed like the the um you know there's always a climax and everything up and down the nfl never went downhill it's been at the top of the peak of climax that everyone wants to talk about it everyone wants to see what the heck is going to happen next and now the nfl schedule officially coming out well first of all week one jets versus bills on monday night <laughs> football crazy that, that was a crazy announcement. Didn't anticipate it. I thought they were gonna put the I thought they were gonna put the um Bills at home. They were gonna put the Jets away, but they put the Jets at home to play the Bills. That's an exciting one. But for without further ado, we got Freddie's system in the building. Talk to us. Listen, man. Uh you see sports is in a wild frenzy. Uh NBA playoffs. We got like you said, the NFL schedule. As you hype for your Jets, I'm very hyped for my Eagles. Because clearly, I believe we're going back to the chip. No fraudulent here. You know what I mean? So let's get to it, baby. Man, I kind of feel isolated. I'm not going to lie. I almost want to shed a tear. Because um, <laughs> I've been a Brady fan for so long. When y'all, when you just said that, cousin, you know, Zay got his Jets. You got your Eagles. I'm like, who do I got? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't got Yay. nobody no more. I've been following Tom Brady all these years since I started watching football. Man, I don't know, man. It's going to be very interesting to see how you know i survive next year but anyway years going forward but anyway we're gonna save the nfl for later right now we gotta do it we have to talk about the nba right now because jalen brunson lifts the knicks to a game five win over the heat we are still alive also yesterday night the warriors kept their season alive okay in the game five win over the lakers which team has the best chance to complete the three-one series comeback, and because of the mic is yours. Uh, yeah, this is pretty easy. <clears throat> it's a team that got historical events on their side. That's the Golden State Warriors. They got championship pedigree. They got um, Steph Curry, one of the all-time great players. Um, they all they got to do is win one road game, come back home. They feel comfortable. It's Golden State. No disrespect to y'all, New York Knicks. Besides Jalen Brunson, I'm like, who? Your bench is looking, when you name it all those players, they, your bench right now is depleted. They're not even scoring points. I think I think Miami Heat outscored them off the bench last night, like 40 to like 10. So I don't really have a lot of faith in the New York Knicks. I think they're going home in six. They barely beat this Miami team without Jimmy Butler. They Jimmy Butler didn't have a great game last night, and they struggled to beat the Miami Heat again with a bunch of non-drafted players. So clearly Golden State with Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, because he won a championship. Um, Draymond Green, Poole, uh, uh, 
Kerr, as a coach, clearly they got a better opportunity to go against the Lakers and beat the Lakers in L.A. and come home and end it in seven. Will I think they do it? It's 50-50, but I give the Knicks like a 10% chance. I give Golden State a 50% chance to come back. I give the Knicks a 10%. That's the Freddie system right there. Zay? Yeah, I think it's pretty easy where I'm going with this. I'm going with the New York Knicks have the better chance. <laughs> Yo. um, you never bet against LeBron James in his entire career. You never bet against LeBron James. That's just how it is. You don't you don't put um LeBron James with a three one lead and anticipate him to lose that series. It's just not plausible. It's not happening. I'm not saying you bet against Curry, but you don't bet against LeBron James. I've learned that for a better part of my my existence of watching the NBA. LeBron James finds a way to win games. I'm not even talking about Anthony Davis. Or, or D'Angelo Russell showing up, talking about LeBron James himself. When he knows he needs to put all of his energy to winning a game, I've seen him do it time in and time out. I'm not, I'm not banking on the Warriors to over, like overstep the Lakers' um seating, which is three two right now. I just think the the Lakers will finish it at home. For me, right. Knicks um in this series, they are the better talented team on paper. When you talk about the Miami Heat and Freddie said it. You know, after Jalen Brunson, who I look at the Miami Heat after Jimmy Butler, who because they can't you're not relying on anyone else to play um top top notch as a superstar in the crunch is not happening. You know, I think Miami Heat has made a lot of open jumpers this entire series because they're right. out hustling the Knicks. They're putting more effort into getting loose balls, um, a lot more screens, a lot more um off ball actions um than the Knicks, which is which is fair to say Miami Heat is doing, but as we saw last night, a game that they needed to close out, they didn't get the job done. They went down 17 in the third quarter. They still were down going into the fourth despite a comeback. They were within two, and then they lost the lead. They did. They pulled out all the tricks. They pulled out the hack of Mitch, hack of Shaq rule. They pulled it out, and unfortunately, it didn't work for them. They they lost all momentum and going into that fourth quarter, even in the fourth quarter, and then they lost by nine points to end the game. I think when you they have all the pressure now to win in Miami, and I don't know how good Miami is when all the pressure's on them. We remember that playing game against Atlanta. They lost at home, okay. you know, and that's, that was a winner. That was a win, a win now situation for them with Tyler Hero healthy, may I add. So without Tyler Hero, without Victor Oladipo, you're, I'm not anticipating Miami Heat to stand on there to or basically stand up tall and strong to win and win at home on a game six when all the pressure's on them, when the Knicks are showing how hungry they are. Um, I'm going to save a little bit more for my second lap, but I think yeah. for my opinion, the New York Knicks had the best chance to complete a comeback. Go. Oh. <laughs> All right. So let me break down my opinion here. You know, you said something in your lap, Zay, about, you know, you don't want to bet against LeBron James, right? And for the most part, history will tell you what you said was factual, right? He hasn't blown a 3-1 lead in his career in the playoffs, right? But we have to realize that the LeBron James of today is primarily – based upon Anthony Davis and if he shows up. So it's not about what LeBron James is going to do or not going to do. It's about Anthony Davis and what he's going to do. LeBron James' faith today is primarily connected to Anthony Davis and whether he's going to be consistent for these next two games. Okay? Now, if I want to give you a straight answer before I dive into everything here, unfortunately, me being a Knicks fan, this series is a wrap. Unfortunately, so I'm going to say the Warriors, and I actually do think the Warriors will come back and win. I don't even, I'm going to even put 50. I actually think that's what's going to happen. Um, and I'll get to that in a few minutes. Now, 
as far as my Knicks, I do want to give them credit, right? I, I do. I have to be in a Knicks fan. I can't just throw them to the side and treat them like a you know bunch of trash. I got to give them credit where it's due. They won in a must-win situation. Jalen Brunson played 48 minutes, the full game. Okay, a typical Tom Thibodeau special right there. Him and Critton Grimes. I mean, you talk about Jalen Brunson getting treatment around the clock on his knee. You talk about Critton Grimes. I think he got injured during the screen involving Bam in the Bayou. Still played 48 minutes, right? And um, delivered 38 points, nine rebounds, seven assists, all around good effort, good game, generally consistent throughout this whole year. Yeah. He doesn't care about the regular season accolades that he missed or got robbed of, the all-star game, the all-NBA selections. He doesn't care. He just wants to win basketball games, and that's why I'm glad that we have him. And I think we got back to the gritty things that makes us who we are, right? The Miami Heat has been doing a better job of taking us out of our element. And we haven't been doing what makes us special good. And that makes us even better because we are not a perfect team. We can't, we are not a catch and shoot team. So they are forcing us to hit a lot of three-pointers. We're not going to make a lot of three-pointers. That's just not how we are. That's not how our roster is constructed to flow. That's not our system. And I think when you talk about games like game four, where they out rebounded us 44 to 35 in a must-win situation, I mean, that tells me a lot. And I'm going to dive into some more specifics, you know, later on. But I think when you talk about Jalen Brunson and Quentin Grimes playing 48 minutes, are they going to have any energy left for game six? Because <laughs> I don't know. You know, they will probably falling off right now. Okay. They probably going to be hopping on one leg. I don't know. So that's why I think Miami will probably close us out in game six. Now, when you come back to the Warriors and why I'm choosing them, Steve Kerr is, I believe, eight and two in must win situations in elimination games. So that record right there shows me that the Warriors are a tough team to put out. I literally have to see the Warriors go home for me to believe that they go home. They're going home. Like, I just have to see it. And I think, you know, yesterday, it showed me what they can be. If they get more out of their supporting cast, they can beat the Lakers in two games, right? The last two games. They can. I love what I saw from Draymond Green, the pace that he played with. He played fast. He was attacking the basket. I like what I've seen from Andrew Wiggins reading the game properly, knowing when to score, knowing when, when to pass to his teammates, getting them open. I also love what I saw from Gary Payton. You know, timely finishes at the rim, athleticism allowing him to get shots down over there, and being respectable from three. Defense had to be honest with him. You know, Jordan Poole is Jordan Poole by the end of the day. Clay Thompson is going to have to be more consistent, and that's the key here. This is the X factor is Clay Thompson. He has to find his rhythm. And a lot of people call him a knockdown shooter. He's not really a knockdown shooter. He's a rhythm shooter. He has to be in a rhythm. If the rhythm is not there, then he's not there. He's not as effective on the offensive end. So if he can not be 3 for 15 or whatever he was last night, then I really think that the Lakers could beat, I mean, excuse me, the Warriors could beat the Lakers on the road, and the Lakers don't want to come back to Golden State in the Game 7 at the Bay. They just don't want to do that. And that's why I'm going to go Warriors here. Listen, man. You definitely have some good points, cousin. But I also want to remind you, Clay Thompson is known for big game six, right? He's known for that, right? He's known to have those big game six where you think he's quiet and he might have his breakout game here in L.A. game six. But another point is this. As you said, don't bet against LeBron. But when it's time to bet against LeBron, the Warriors are on the other side of that. This dude, Steph Curry, has been the thorn in LeBron's James historic run on his historic mark of being one of the greatest players of all times. Steph Curry been pulling on that cape for a long time now. And just to be fair, 
He did beat him before without Kevin Durant, right? LeBron beat him without Kevin Durant. This is their tiebreaker, right? So this is the tiebreaker right here. With no Kevin Durant involved, where it was like a mismatch. No Kevin Durant in the Rock. Um, LeBron got a victory. Steph Curry got a victory. But I am I give them a 50% chance to really go in there and win game six. No disrespect. If they win game six, game seven is a wrap. Now, as far Yo, as the Zane, news, Real quickly before you get in here, my full cousin. Real quickly, I just want to add on to that. Let's not forget that Steph and the Warriors want revenge. There's motivation here. Remember what the um the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James did to them in 2016, down three one in the finals. They're going to want their revenge, and that's why I Absolutely. think they're more scarier. The Warriors, believe it or not, they got the Lakers where they want them. They want the Lakers to feel that this series is a wrap because that's when they play their best basketball in elimination games. And I think no. we're going to see their best basketball for the last yeah, two games. It's going to be a classic game, no question about it. It's going to be a classic. But real, real quick before you get in here, Zay, I just want to touch on the Knicks really quick. No disrespect to Thibodeau, who is a great coach, but he's a great defensive coach. If he don't have a dynamic, explosive, offensive player, his offense always looks stagnant. You understand what I'm saying? That's what, because he's not really gifted offensively as a coach. He's gifted defensively as a coach. Spolster is coaching circles around this dude. No disrespect. You're right. The Knicks got more talent. Think about that. Knicks got more talent, but Miami won three games. So who's really the better coach right here? It's not even close. That's Spolster. Yeah, I think, and I think before this series started, I said it. It's not this series wasn't based upon X's and O's because if it was, this series would have been over in five. It would probably have been over in four. This this series was always about who gives more effort, who has more heart, and that's all the series was about. It wasn't about who's gonna outcoach the other. It's not about who's gonna out, who's gonna be the, the better scoring team. It's about effort. It's, that's been the Miami Heat and the Knicks on um, this entire season, um, entire series. You've seen it. Who's giving the most heart on the court? And, um, you know, I think when the Knicks are matching the efforts of Miami Heat, the Knicks wind up being the victors. And we've seen that the two games the Knicks won. We've seen that the three games the Miami Heat won. The Miami Heat were out hustling the Knicks for three games and they won three. The Knicks out hustled Miami for two games and they won two. And you saw when you're, when the Knicks are able to match the efforts that Miami Heat gives on offensive rebounds, loose balls, uh, fighting over screens, the Knicks are winning games in, in, in ways that Miami Heat cannot match. They can't match the tenacity of Jalen Brunson taking guys one-on-one they can't match the brutality that Julius Randle has when he wants to dive into the paint and then try to force up a layup and, and muscle guys out they can't match um RJ Barrett who's been having a, an amazing playoff going into the paint and and putting the um going at will for a layup and getting and ones even Jimmy Butler's having a tough time staying in front of RJ Barrett who's averaging 23-24 this series so yeah. this is something that we talked about throughout the series and I'm, I'm watching this game and I'm just like and when even when I was down 3-1 as a Knicks fan, I'm watching the games. I'm like, Miami Heat is not better than us roster-wise. If no, we're no. matching their efforts, we could come back on an effort basis. We just got to have heart. Julius Randle, last night, he didn't – I feel like he could do better, in my opinion. I feel like I still need to see more from him. But he gave effort last night. He put in effort. That last missed free throw, he dove into the paint. The only guy dove into the paint, got the loose ball, and put the layup up to go up nine. To end the game. Well, I think, yeah, go up nine to end the game. So it's like stuff like that. If the Knicks could do that in Miami, then we could see a game seven. We could possibly win the game seven. We could win game six. If all these situations happen, it's about effort. It's about how much do you want to win? Julius Randle said it in his press conference. Nobody liked it. What? Nobody wanted yep. to hear it. But I guess they wanted it more because we're not hustling. We're not doing everything. And Julius Randle is a microcosm of that. He was the main one. 
I'm not hustling. I'm not going out and closing out as fast as I can. I'm not going diving in to get rebounds in all these different right. ages. I'm not using my strength to my I'm not using my strengths or my my muscles in, in, in max capacity to win this basketball game. So clearly a whole different th- a regime change in game five. We have to see more intensity in game six because Miami's not gonna, you know, just lay down and let y'all go get game six. They're gonna fight. They're probably gonna fight way harder than they have ever, any game this series. Um, but the reason why I say the Knicks have the best chance to complete a 3-1 series is because of that. It's because it's not about who's more talented. It's about who's showing more effort, who wants to win more. And if that's the situation, then every game right there is, is up for grabs. There's no Miami. He has it. It's done. 3-1. They could be done. They could be up 3-0. But if it's about effort and it's about giving showing heart, then the Knicks have to match that and win that game. Now, the Warriors and the Lakers, listen, it's, it's very difficult, like I said, to go against LeBron James. Because, like I said, LeBron James hasn't looked like himself. But if he needs to, best believe LeBron James could take over a game if he needs to. We haven't seen LeBron James go down exhausted and and go down the wire people said the same thing about draymond green draymond green showed he could score 20 points in the game last night something he hasn't done but we've seen it time and time again when they're about to face elimination where they're they're bound to get eliminated draymond green shows up and scores buckets we saw that in game seven against the warriors and Cavs. he had 30 to six so we've seen instances when guys who normally don't show up wind up showing out and i think lebron james in this scenario where he sees they're up 3-2, Warriors just won. We don't want to go back to their arena. He might have one of those performances in game six where he shows the old LeBron James. Give me the ball and get the hell out the way. Yeah, I would love to respond to that. <clears throat> now, Zay, you talked about the Knicks' effort or lack thereof, right? And the two, I could say, effort games that we showed were games that we won, right? But those games were at home. On the road, we have shown that we are not bringing that same effort on the road because we lost all the road games and we were out-rebounded, okay, and out-hustled. So are we going to show that in the game six on the road on Miami's floor? I don't know. Now, another thing here is, is you can protect Tom Thibodeau all you want because that's exactly what you've been doing through his whole <laughs> ride throughout the playoffs. It's protecting him and shielding him. I understand we are Knicks fans here, but I'm going to call a spade a spade and you might not be able to take on that role. I get it. It's fine. But I have some stats here to back me up when you talk about Coach Thibodeau, right? So, first of all, he hasn't beat Eric Spolcher in a series, in the playoffs. That's number one, right? Also, he's 0-6 when his team's trail, 2-1. That shows me that he cannot make the adjustments to win series right there. That's number two. Number three, you got this guy, Julius Randle, who, first of all, even if we wanted to, we can't get rid of him even if we wanted to. Like, think about how overrated he is. And I'm going to just call a spade a spade. He's overrated. Nobody <laughs> want him, right? He just got to an all-NBA team. I know you're going to hit me with that. Nobody cares. Nobody even want him. The players voted him the most overrated player, one of the most overrated players behind Trey Young, okay? We wouldn't be able to get rid of him if we wanted to. Number three or four, wherever number I'm at right now, Definitely. Julius Randle, right? Another thing with him, you got him looking like trying to be Carmelo Anthony. In isolation, like he's not Carmelo Anthony. That's number four or five, whatever number I'm at, right? And also, when you look at Eric Spolcher and how he's getting Jimmy Butler open, he's using creative ways. They score a lot of baskets off of timeouts. Like, you can see the X's and O's difference. It's clear. It's glaring. So we can say, you know, it's about hustle. Yes, it's about all those things. Not one thing make basketball. A whole plethora of things make basketball and winning basketball. But one thing we cannot hide or protect is that Thibodeau is getting our coach. You can put him in the witness protection program all you want from criticism. 
but he hasn't been living up to the yeah. hype. He hasn't been doing nothing. And no. we know your story with Thibodeau. We know his story. We see it time and time again. There's an expiration date. Okay, yes, his teams generally are successful. You had players like D Rose and Julius Randle, all NBA, woohoo. You know, Jalen Brunson is doing his thing way before Thibodeau, right? He did his thing last year. But yeah. just like the spoiled milk in the refrigerator or clean milk, brand new milk is going to spoil. That's the same thing with, you know, your guy, Tom Thibodeau. And you know what? If I had to give a comparison, an NFL comparison to a head coach, with all due respect, He's like Mike McCarthy, okay? He allows his players to run the show, and it's up to the players to do everything. And if the players are not making shots and doing everything, he cannot adjust to make everything flow fluidly. Like, it's just not. He's getting our coach, bro. Got to call a spade a spade. My last point about the Warriors and not pass it back to whoever wants it is I, I think they that. found a successful formula to get Anthony Davis away from the paint because Anthony Davis in the paint is a monster on both ends, right? You fear him. From an offensive perspective, you fear him from a defensive perspective because of his presence. They are involving him in a lot of screen and roll actions with Stephen Curry. And you know, with Stephen Curry, there's a unique way you have to guard this cat, like a unique way. So I think they did a little bit more of that last night. I expect to see a lot of more Curry pick and rolls in future games that they really want to win this series. And I think they found something. And like I said, and this is my last point, and I'm done. Yes, LeBron James, you know, is very reliable in these situations. We could expect a big one from LeBron James. But we could also expect Steph Curry, who dropped 50 on the Kings in Game 6. We could expect Game 6 Clay as well. So this is not no bum team that LeBron James could son, like he the golf ball. I son you. No, this is the Warriors <laughs> we talking about here. A dynasty. So just remember that, Zay. Um. Well, I want to respond real quick. To yep. the next tape, you know, I think it was eloquent that the way you did your research, you did it. There was a lot of numbers out there, and it sounds good. Um, the only issue is it's that, um, <laughs> you know, the only the only issue is that when the Knicks decide to play Jimmy Butler one on one, it forces the role players of Miami Heat to make a play, and that's where things went left. When we saw last night, R.J. Barrett defend Jimmy Butler one on one. Jimmy Butler wasn't Jimmy buckets; it was Jimmy Butler. He wasn't getting points. He got blocked. He had an air ball um floater. When he put Grimes on Jimmy Butler, they were staggering. They didn't know what to do because the Knicks, the entire series, were doubling Jimmy Butler for no reason, allowing guys to be wide open. Now, when Jimmy Butler's guarding one-on-one, they have to force somebody to make a shot, make a big shot, make a big play, which the Knicks should be okay with because Miami Heat does not have players that make tough shots. The The best player who were – the best tough shot maker is out, Tyler Hero. He's not on the court. He's not playing. So when the Knicks close clearly when they let Jimmy Butler play one on one with Grimes with um, R.J. Barrett, they couldn't get their shot off. They couldn't get what they wanted to and get the offense to flow, which caused a lot of misses, which caused the Knicks to get fast breaks, which caused them to foul a lot. Especially Kyle Lowry, who's been known this entire series to foul more than not, which caused Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo had five fouls last night because he had to guard one on one. That was the issue. Um, Also. Second half, then Thibodeau made a, a, a big adjustment because Julius Randle didn't play isolation basketball in that second half. He actually moved the ball really well, which changed the dynamic of the Miami Heat. When we're talking about X's and O's, of course, Spo is the better X's and O's guy. He has he has the yeah. offensive system to get the guys open off the ball. Tibbs is right. a guy, like you stated, you said Mike McCarthy gives people players 
the too much autonomy to do what they want, which is a double-edged sword. It works sometimes. Sometimes it does horrible damage. But they did. They, they, they give the players the, so many options to do what they want. You can do isolation. You can do the off-ball. You can do the handle. There's so many different things you can do on the offensive end, which I don't agree with. I wish it was more systematic, more set in stone. But we saw last night. Spolster's offense did not work the way he wanted it to because the Knicks played one-on-one basketball. We're going to defend you one-on-one. If you beat us one-on-one, that's fine. And the Knicks did that last night, which caused a lot of missed shots for Miami. A lot of missed opportunities for Jimmy Butler, who was one-on-one most of the night. So this is a right. guy who people called the, the best isolation player in the playoffs. And he was one-on-one most of the night. And See, I, hate to, I hate to break you because yeah, you're going bro. on a tangent here. I'm not trying to I'm be here saying. 10 more minutes, okay? Let me just – can you call a spade – a spade for once in your life, please. Okay, this wait, guy wait, wait, is getting out coach. Can you please admit to that? Like, you can tell me all oh, wait, this. So, someone, so could you admit that? Spoke is he getting out coach? Is he getting out coach? So, in this series? out coach last just, night, just answer, just answer that the whole series, the, the series as a whole, as a generic series. Okay, is he getting out coach? I just said no. I just said no. Like I said, if they got, I if they're say, making open shots, if, Zay, if, 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 if their goal gameplay is the double Jimmy Butler, I got no more questions on you. Open shots. Just answer this question. No Jimmy Butler in game two, Nick struggled to win that game. Do you you follow me? There was no Jimmy Butler in game two at New York. That was a struggle to win. We won the game. And game one, he Zay. was hurt. Just out there on the floor as a decoy in that fourth quarter, and we did not attack him offensively and force him to defend. We lost it's that. little we lost nuances game, like that. No, but we're talking about game one. We're talking about out coaching. But we're talking about out coaching. You have to pinpoint something that that's happening that they're being out coached. If players are missing open shots, how is that on Thibodeau? If the guys are missing wide open shots, you can't blame Thibodeau for guys missing wide open shots. Like that's that's irrelevant. That's that's not even like fair. Like how the hell Thibodeau gonna shoot for them? But who are getting easier shots? Like as far as at the rim. Miami, but they're getting more look. They're more efficient because they get they're they're more looks. Threes, but they shoot open threes. Of course, you're gonna be more efficient. Shoot open threes. It, it's... All right, listen. Let's go to the next stop because this guy will never call a spade a spade. I'm done here. Let's move on, please.